Hey, it's Sean Lights Out Merriman, and you're listening to TRSS. Obama! Yo, this is the regular season sports cast. This is the Acquired Taste. Keith in the building. Tune in. Let's go. Promise it's going to happen. Welcome to Raw is the regular season sportscast. And I ain't with the shits. I can't stand the fucking heat. I'm not a fan of this shit. Never been fan and heat. You saw what I did there? Ugh, I didn't even try. Uh, what a pun. Uh, I, I, I can't stand this shit. This is just it's nauseating to me. It just, I, I don't, I, I never get how people enjoy 90 degree, 100 degree weather. I, I, I that, fucking uh, infuriates me I mean, that that people sit there and it's like a casual day to know when i'm sweltering and f- basically basting in my own fucking human juices in, in the street i i can't i i i can't oh it's, it, it, it's so disgusting i hate that shit i hate to sweat even during sex it's i hate it you know, people go, oh, that's the best thing. No, it fucking sucks. I fucking hate to sweat even during sex. I, I'm hoping that the AC's on blast. I'm, I, I would like a, a, a nice chill of like 45, 50 degrees in a room while I'm, while I'm in the middle of something. Like I, I, it, to sweat is just disgusting to me. I, I, I hate it. This is three shower, four shower weather. This, uh, it, it's annoying. I already, it, I already put the, um, the air conditioner up. And in the new apartment, it fucking sucks. I'm just gonna be real bitter and 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 sour this episode. <laughs> I already feel it. I'm gonna just be real uh, salty, as the FCC uh, president that monitors my show calls me. I'm Jay Salty because that's what I am. I'm very annoyed, very very annoyed. Especially today. Today is I, I'm just I just came out of work Monday. Uh, Sunday morning, excuse me, I don't even know what fucking day it is. That's how pissed off I am. Um, Sunday morning, I, I just, just annoyed. I'm very, very pissed, but I, I, I knew that I had a job to do. I had to come to, come in here and, uh, get the shows together and, um, put together. You know, it's funny because I started, I started thinking, I was like, you know what? Maybe I should start doing the show, uh, once every two weeks, every two weeks because it's like, you know, basketball's winding down and not much going to be going on in sports. I don't really have to talk too much in wrestling because Turbicle Tablet has that covered. And, um, I'm like, nah, maybe, maybe it's not necessary for me to, to do it every week for now. And then I just, you know, I remembered, I said, shit, I'm pining down away. I'm, this is episode 89. I'm almost at a hundred. Shit. I can't fucking just stop yet. I can't just fucking put, 
you know, change the schedule yet. I have to keep pushing through. My listeners pined for me, I guess. If that's I, if that's the way I want to put it. Yeah, I'm f- very fucking salty today. Ugh, I just had like one of those. Uh, day was fine. It's just like at the end, just became one of those. Uh, just annoying. It's just frustration. Just a lot of frustration. You would think that uh, by this time I could get over myself, but apparently not. How's everybody else's day going? Huh? <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Regular Season Sportscast. I am your host, Jada Resanti, here to bring to you another week of sports, ridiculousness, debacles, information, news, and whatever wacky shit that comes off the top of my head. Make sure you check us out on all social media outlets. Check us out on Facebook, on the like and group page. Check us out on the Regular Season sports uh, Sportscast, as well as on Instagram, at Regular Season Sports. Check us out on Twitter at RWJ Santi as well as on YouTube at the regular season sportscast. One day I'm just, I, I did it once, but I really got to go through that read again without uh, stumbling all over my words. I'm going to really going to try that. Hopefully I could do it. I could do it again on this episode. Let's see if it, let's see if it flows, but um, maybe not because it's nine o'clock in the morning and my frustrations kicked in and I got, I'm already done with one tall boy of Corona. One. I'm done. I'm already done. Crazy shit is I'm going to knock down this one. I'm going to knock down another one. I got a couple of more in the fridge. I'm going to see how much I can get through it before I knock out to wake up and do it again. That is what I planned for today. And today in New York City, for uh, anyone um, who's listening across state lines, other countries, overseas, in the next building, uh, today is the National Puerto Rican Day Parade in new york city and i must tell you that as spanish as i am as puerto rican as i am because yes many people have not they don't believe it but yes i am puerto rican uh i'm about to cue up the music in a minute just to prove how puerto rican i am um yeah i'm i'm not the one that's a real fan of this shit like i'm not uh the parade it's not my bag man it really isn't uh when i was younger i used to go to the parades and even when I went to the parades back in the days, it was still one of those things that it was like, why the fuck am I here? Hey. Yo soy boricua con yo papi. Yeah, so I used to go to the Puerto Rican Day Parade. And went out there, of course, to go out there to look for um look for chicks, which I never got. And uh whatever things i was getting involved with that i shouldn't be doing i was doing out there as well let's just say i made good money um i'll do i will tell you one story that i did have for um the puerto rican parade um one year we went when i would would do and it's funny because it's actually going to segue to my open salvo but one 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 year we went to the puerto rican parade and um all right, let me cut him off because I'm, I want to lead into actually the um, the part of the story that goes into the the, the music that was involved in that. Um, we, one year we went was with a group of our friends and also and and then um, for some reason my cousin uh, my cousin blue I'm red for some reason his you know I'm red he's blue because he's big blue so it just became blue um, and one of our one of our boys low. We broke away from the pack. Um, I remember 
how it happened or where it was, but we ended up walking away from the pack. The parade was still jumping and shit, and like we were, we we were anticipating we were waiting for one float in particular. We were waiting for the the Terror Squad float. And if you guys don't know hip hop, Terror Squad is uh, Fat Joe, you know, Mr. Lean Back, uh, and Big Pun. This was when Pun was alive. This was probably like a year or two before he passed away. Give me a second. I got to sip on my Corona. <sighs> Boricua. So, um, we were waiting for the we were waiting for this float to come through and. Unfortunately, it just was taking way too long. It was fucking hot. It was like one of those things we had a, you know, if you guys know when you, wherever you are, if you get like one of those wash rags, you wet it and you fucking put it on top of your head to cool down. And then like after 10 minutes, the shit dries the fuck up. Yeah, that was, um, that was, that was that kind of fucking hot that happened. So we're there. We're waiting. We're walking through. And then he's like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's go to the train station. Get the fuck out of here. So. We started walking and then all of a sudden we started hearing, um, started hearing some music that was coming down the way, but we weren't sure what it was. And we was like, ah, fuck it. Let's get out of here. Let's keep going. Then all of a sudden it just became. I gave you fair warning. Beware. And we were like, oh shit, that's the fucking flow. We raised back down. I believe we were on 61st. We raised back down 61st. And Terror Squad Flow came. It was a big fucking red, white, and blue Puerto Rican flag flow. We saw Fat Joe, Terror Squad, and Pun was sitting in the, like, at the middle of the, of the float. And something came over us we were just we were just into it we were bugging and everybody now mind you when we saw them coming up there was coming up from 59th if you guys know new york city if you were by um, central park uh east um we were on 61st we seen on 59th and we saw there was a lot of people following the float around around 59th that's when police came and they were telling people to move away, move away, move away. So then they ended up having like a police escort follow. So my cousin, my cousin Blue, my, my cousin Blue, I and my boy Low, we were able to get underneath the police barricade and evade the police escort. Apparently, I don't know. I, don't, I can't. I can't even say how the fuck we did it, but we did, and. We walked with the float Like we were walking alongside them And we were the only Like they had Like Terror Squad had their own peoples With the flags and all that shit But we were the only ones That were able That got back in After they dispersed everybody else We were the only ones that got back in And it looked like we were part of the crew And we were walking through And you know Fat Joe was going off And uh, Pun was was, was going off I think uh, If I'm not mistaken I'm gonna Just go back to Um their hit for a minute because I'm, I'm, I'm in a fever right now so um we were walking up there and it was like yo it was it was fucking crazy like it, i felt like a fucking celebrity for real it was ill because everybody in the fucking like parade route didn't see us sneak in so they thought we were done they thought we were with them and um so we were walking giving people that and even dudes on the float like tony sunshine uh cuban link joe not pun because pun was too big we're in the middle a little literally little did we know what we riddle two middlemen who didn't do diddly so even 
even they were giving us pounds like yo yo what's good and it was fucking lit we walked with them from 61st to I believe it was about like 69th and 70th because it was like a slow crawl because they stopped they performed they stopped so we were there for a minute after we walked away like people were giving us dabs and shit like we were fucking like we were really terror squad and shit one of the one of the funniest parts of this shit right just like me, one of the best might be. I just want to hear it one time. Your competitors living up in white knees. Spike Lee could have made a better picture. All right, we're done for that. So, um, we got off the parade route, and we walked into um, Blue, myself, and and Low. We were fucking hype. We was like, "Yo, that shit is crazy." We was lit up and shit. So we walked down the block, and um, we look at this car, and you know, it was really nice. For it was a, it was a, if I can't remember the the make and model of that, but it was one of those new cars for that year. And all of a sudden, my boy Low. Now, if you see my boy Low, my boy Low's even at this, this at this age, he's a short, skinny, half black, half Puerto Rican kid, and he, you know, he just he's he may not be as th- look threatening as many other individuals might from my neighborhood. So all of a sudden, we hear uh, me and my boy, uh, me and my cousin Lou walk over here. Yo, is that? Yo, that's that pussy nigga from Mob Deep right there. So we turned and was like, what the, who the fuck is he talking about? And he goes, yeah, that is that pussy ass nigga from Mob Deep. That's Prodigy, son. So we looked and we was like, oh my God, this thing is going to get a shot. It's like, this dude is going to fucking get us killed. And sure enough, dude looked up and was like, yo, what up, yo? And gave him dap. He's like, yo, what up, pussy nigga? I was like, oh my God, we're really going to die. But Prodigy was cool didn't flinch didn't act up didn't say he didn't say like what you said like nothing he was like ah right, yo good looking and i'm like yo this guy really is buns like for <laughs> i was like wow the funny thing we get to um we get off we we got to uh got to around um third half and we saw cl smooth from p rock and cl smooth and we actually showed him more love than we showed fucking prodigy from <laughs> from mob team it was like what the hell is that like, yo the seal smooth what up yo so yeah uh but every other year I and mean, we did it one more time with with pun we did the, um, yeah if i remember it was the following year we did it with pun and he did um he was doing early cuts for the album and shit and this is like uh yeah it was like a year before he passed away that time it was kind of it was kind of whack because we only was able to walk with them for like a block and then police came and got us we, we were the dispersed crowd but yeah, but other than that, like I could tell you guys for the Puerto Rican Day Parade, yo, as, as proud as I am to be Puerto Rican or whatever, because I'm, I guess I'm supposed to be, but to be honest, it's like I wear it every day. I don't need to fucking honor it. I don't need to honor it on one day. I got like so annoyed. I actually would sit there and I goof on the shit when I watch the parade on TV because it's funny because it's like, look at, you know, look at, first of all, the people who cover the parade, they're not even Spanish. It's like fucking Ernie Anastas. I think he's like Greek or some shit like that. And then, the rest of the rest of them is like, uh, this is a style of musical salsa, not to be mistaken with the dipping sauce that you use for your potato chips. They, it is, well, I have to tell you, it's, it's delicious, but this music is very intriguing and very romantical and, and has such a passionate following. It's like, shut the fuck up. Honestly. Oh, this is, uh, the Goya. Everything's either Goya, Adobo, Sasong, or something. It was all that. Then you, you know, They'll throw in the uh oh this is the the the, the Commonwealth of Aguadilla. These are the people who are representing it. And I always sit there and I laugh at all this nonsense. And to me, I always think year by year that it dwindles down. 
maybe in the next like a future episode maybe next episode i'll tell you what used to happen on my block because in my neighborhood in brooklyn and um the williamsburg section section before it became like this hippie shit uh we used to have like this big our own parades down a a, a certain avenue I'll, I'll get into that probably next episode because it's actually kind of fucking crazy but um yeah man like this i it's it's not i really don't care so now's the mixture of heat and this shit but like i said uh, going into the opening salvo and i was you know damn i'm really going into it but fuck it because i've been last episode was kind of short so i could actually go in this week um this week i wanted to talk about uh, for the opening salvo with summer coming in this actually was the time of year when i grew up in the project i, I initially grew up in the projects now i live in a um somewhat calm and relative part of new york city a different section in queens i'm I'm still close to brooklyn so it's you know at any moment i could still get shot if i wanted to but uh when um when i grew up in the projects in brooklyn it's not you know i didn't didn't grow up in like the the wow craziest projects that people like when you hear brooklyn you, you this is what people see in news and stuff now not not you know not not to take anything away from the dudes that I grew up with and, you know, how uh, the thugs that have been around, like, you know, just, you know, a couple of weeks ago, unfortunately, there was an individual that I knew from the neighborhood who passed away, who was killed. You know, it's still, it's still one of those, but it wasn't like, you know, Wild West guns blaze shootout all the time. It wasn't like Red Hook projects, you know, it wasn't like Marcy projects where Jay-Z's from. Like, Marcy was like, uh, maybe about 10 blocks away from where I lived at. Like, if you cut through a certain area, you're at Marcy. Um, Bushwick Projects, where uh, um, if you know the group, um, Black Moon, that's where they they headed from. There, that was like two blocks away from my from my project, like two or three blocks away from we. You know, certain that sometimes we had the bump heads with them or whatever. But in my neighborhood, we always we were we were small. My 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 projects, it's 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 two sections. We had a smaller section and we had the biggest section, which they call Little Barinkin and Big Barinkin. Little Barinkin was um. They call it Little Barinkin because we only had four buildings on our side. And then there was Big Barinkin, which had about, I think it's, if I'm not mistaken, it's about 11, 11 or 12, something like that, on the opposite end. So with us, we were, we were technically like, our, our, our kinship, our friendship was tighter because we only, we, there weren't much of us, but we, you know, we were cooler. And we weren't really into getting involved in like a lot of gang activity. Like we always, you know, shout out LB, whatever the case may be, but it was never like gang activity shit. It wasn't like us being going to, going into other, you know, projects and shit and try to fucking turn up. Nah, it wasn't like that. We just kept ourselves. And what we used to do, honestly, to, you know, waste time or recreationally was we play sports. And this was the time of year that we used to like really get into it because we had, we would make makeshift, uh, arenas or stadiums or, or, or just fields for us in the back of our building. It was very condensed when it came to, you know, making stuff. So what we did was we made makeshift fields. We used to have, uh, baseball fields or football fields or we would create a handball court. Listen. Spanish neighborhood, Brinkin projects, please. You had to have a handball court. That's automatic. And it'd be, you'd be surprised how many black people lived in our, in our projects too. But, um, yeah, we, and we would make anything happen. Like if there was, um, if we only had six people playing, say, softball, we had a field for that. It'll be three on three. Or if we had, um, maybe, uh, like it's 10, 
10 people to play or eight to play, something like that. We also had a field for that. I mean, it was like behind the walls. It also became like our wolf ball field. Then we also had the big field where if we had, you know, a regulation type of game, we had that. Then we also had, you know, the guys would play SpongeBob. SpongeBob is basically hardball, but except you play with a SpongeBob baseball, you only had the wall and a strike box and a pitcher, whatever, and you have fielders, whatever the case may be. So we made, we made stuff for us. Like we, 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 we kept ourselves busy. And, um, I just think about it. I started thinking about reflecting about this recently. And it's like, uh, I, I realized that a lot of people who I speak to now these days, they said the same thing that they would, you know, have their own little fields. They had their stickball fields. They had their handball courts. They had a kickball or, uh, you know, even, uh, even like games like, uh, uh, kick the can, hot piece and butter, Johnny on a pony, like stuff like that. People were doing that. And I'm noticing that like these days, those, those recreational moments are gone because kids are so engulfed with technology. You would rather watch a kid play kickball than do it yourself. And it astounds me because we were always involved in, in doing stuff. Like, you know, I would hear, I remember being in my apartment and across the street, up up against the the supermarket, you would hear the bang of someone either pitching a ball and hitting the wall, or someone hitting the ball and it going somewhere. Like it 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 always like it always astounded me to hear that or or nights like this where it would be like eighty six. 87 degrees and two in the morning, three in the morning. And we would be up against the, 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 the handball court wall and just going at it and on that. Oh, yes. Bang, bang. People trying to hit aces and killers going off and, you know, trying to cut the ball. And it's just like, like I said, two, three, four in the morning. Like we, we were consistent. We always, you know, when cops would come by, like, what you guys doing? It's like, listen, man, we're not fucking shooting anybody. We're not doing it. We were out here just playing around. It'll just let us be, you know, but, we always, what we all playing tag. We used to have these, these, um, these, um, monkey bars that were so fucking dangerous. I, I, I've got scars all over my body from it. And even so, like they were, they were so fun to play. Like even before parkour or freestyle running was a thing, we used to do that on our block, like jumping wall to wall and shit. We used to have like blue to blue, yellow to yellow. Like we had them shits. And this was what our friendships were made of. And, even if we played these games, we fought, we argued, we, we did all this stuff. At the end of the day, after all that, the next day, we would go right back at it again. As much as we hated or, or were pissed off at the situation or we were mad or things got from um, the sport, it became personal. The next day, we were right back at it, doing it again, homied up, you know, who got ends for this bag or uh, who's gonna buy the ball or, uh, who's gonna buy the next bottle? Like, this is, this is, this is what we was. And, uh, before I wrap it up, it just transgressed to what I'm seeing with myself these, you know, these days. I'm, I'm now, I'm approaching, uh, 41 years old. Notice how I pause because it sounds weird for me to actually say that, but I'm approaching 41 years old. And I realized that my friendships, but not only people in the past, but even those of this, you know, of, of my timeline now, my circle gets smaller and smaller. And I'm 
I'm grasping the fact that although I was raised by myself and I, you know, I recently, like you guys, I've been telling you guys, I've, I found, you know, my siblings or whatever, but I was basically, I'm an only child. So I learned how to be by myself. Like I learned, you know, I have my cousins who are, who, who, who I, was, I was often around and stuff, but it was never the same because they're not siblings. And then friends I had, you know, I found that in time they do their own thing. They have their own responsibilities. They have their own, um, families work you know their own little circle of friends and you just don't you're not you're not you're not involved with them anymore as as you used to be daily and even with the new friends that i've gathered through the years you start to realize that even they start to trickle and go away some some of them become what i would call half timey or some timey because they're here for a couple of weeks and then you don't hear from them for a while sometimes they feel a way about something or sometimes people get in their moods or sometimes people are just busy and they doing what it is that they do. And you just realize that you don't have that same kind of relationship that you do growing up. You know, I still have friends from back in the days that I'll see them, but it's not the same. It's sometimey. or I have, you know, some that I see probably once a week, twice a week, whatever. But it's never the same like you used to have when you were a kid or a teenager and stuff, you know. And and for me, it's, you know, even people from work, they're more of work acquaintances or people because as much as much as, you know, as cool as people can be at work, I realize like a lot of them really probably don't want to hang out with me because <laughs> I'm not I'm, I could be pretty much of a dick on some real shit. But other than that, like you you. There's a certain place and a certain position for people in life. And you, when you get older, you start to recognize that and you start to realize that that's just what it is. Now, I'm not sure whether or not it's me who I'm out of. Am I the only one that does this? Or, you know, maybe some people are more fruitful into, you know, continuing stuff like that. But I digress. Like I said, this is just a recap and go back to it. I, as much as I hate the fucking summer and me being a summer baby and all, I, I, I should be one. Oh, like, you know, I hear people. Oh, I'm such a summer baby. I love, I love the heat. I love the humidity. I just want to be in the beach and all that. I fuck, I can't stand it, but I do miss the friendships. I do miss the fun that I had. I do miss, um, hanging out, probably, uh, like I said, playing handball, uh, maybe tossing around the softball, uh, playing tag. Playing manhunt, going to the store, getting a, uh, a fifty cent soda. You 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 miss those days, sharing it, and um, sometimes those days, those moments, and those friendships, and even current friendships could just go away. When we come back, we got uh, this week's rant. I got stuff to talk about on that certain area, that certain segment, as well as talking sports and shit. Tons of stuff to go on. Make sure you guys check us out on RageWorks.net, man. RageWorks.net is where you get everything, dogs. RageWorks.net is where you get everything from comic books, movies, TV shows, uh, wrestling, sports, pop culture. We're all there, man. Call me when it's over.com. Uh, the Variant Issues, uh, Black is the New Black, uh, Turnbuckle Tabloid. Everything is there, man. Everything is under one umbrella. Make sure you check us out there on 
rageworks.net articles contests everything man it's all there for you guys you don't need to go anywhere else why bookmark anywhere else when everything is under one umbrella right there for you at rageworks.net when we come back we have like i said uh this week's rant and uh got a got some advertisement no guys this is actually legit shit Uh, (laughs) i know i know it could be um a little goofy with the shit that i do but this week now i gotta do some um gotta pay some bills uh, for House of Glory Wrestling, you guys check them out. They got a new, new event coming up, coming soon, July 1st. Check them out. Here is the advertisement when we come back. This week's rant. And, uh, yeah, we'll be back. House of Glory presents Never Trust a Snake. Witness the final stop. On the road to High Intensity 6, Saturday, July 1st, in Queens, New York, live from the Queensboro's Up Lodge, featuring a rare appearance by WWE Hall of Famer Jake the Snake Roberts. Also on hand, House of Glory Zone, Anthony Gangone, your House of Glory champion. Also, Ken Broadway, the New York Wrecking Crew. Evander James, Sonia Strong, Hank Flanders, Nikki Heat, Private Party, and all those you know and love on the House of Glory roster. Be sure you check them out at HOGWrestling.net. That's HOGWrestling.net where tickets are available for Never Trust a Snake at the Queen's Elks Lodge. July 1st. Start time, 8 p.m. Card subject to change. House of Glory presents Never Trust a Snake. Don't miss it. This advertisement is brought to you by the regular season sportscast. What's going on, everybody? This is Anthony Cole, promoter of BCW, and you're listening to TRSS. This week's rants. Kicking off this week's rants, I got to tell you, man. Well, actually, there's a two-parter for this because uh, there's two there's two things I want to get into. But uh, the first thing I want to talk about is... Uh, you know, you can't, you, you you can't, you can't make this up anymore because with these day, with how these days are going, especially with politics and how our our state of society is going on right now, it's like. Eh. But you know what? In this in this scenario, I I have to say I have to look at the double edged sword in this one. I have to look at the two. Uh, 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 I might have to play some kind of devil's advocate in this one. Whatever. Uh, Red Sox announcer makes a weirdly racist comment about Mashiro Tanaka during a game. Uh, Red Sox announcer Jeremy Renner, this is from 12 Up, believes baseball language should be the only thing allowed on the field for a non-English speaker, and the MLB should ban translators on the field, and he decided to drop the knowledge right in the middle of the Yankees-Red Sox battle. Remy's opinion came after the Yankees pitcher Mashiro Tanaka, who was born in Japan, was translated during the mountain visit last Tuesday. Uh, 
Many international players in the major leagues use translators such as Tanaka and Cardinals closer Shingwan Oh to decipher the nuisance of the language they're unfamiliar with. The nuance, excuse me, nuisance, Freudian slip. The uh, nuance of the language is unfamiliar, and while most understood baseball language, managers players undoubtedly want them to be on the same page at crunch time. Maybe Remy should understand the struggle better if he played ball in a, fun- in a foreign country. Either way, it was completely out of line. This was out of 12up.com. Okay, so I'm going to look at one side of this, and I'm going to look at the other side of this. Let me look at the side of those who might be offended by this. Yes, it was very inappropriate for him to say it there in the middle of a game. Very inappropriate. Sometimes uh, if you have something that you have to say that may not be a popular thing with a lot of individuals, or maybe you just have a... a, a a certain aspect where like mm, maybe i should not maybe i should keep this one to myself then you know what mm, do that do that because they might you might offend some people yeah do that i um i wholeheartedly want to say that if maybe you want to do a write-up about it or do it post game the middle of a game is not someplace where you want to air that shit out but why not isn't that what you're supposed to do yeah yeah, you yeah, no, no, you don't, no, no. Cause you gotta understand, people are, these days and age, not only are we, um, a country that's politically correct, you know, there's some, there's some people who's sensitive, especially when it comes to, uh, race relations. Now, the flip side of that is because racism is being very, very, uh, what, what, what I say, on the surface of what we call the barometer of our lives now, like, it's it's up front. It's now it's you know we we're seeing uh, different events and occurrences in which racism is being occurred. But in this instance, this is something in which that you could have just kept it to yourself and not made a big issue about it because who is it really affecting? Honestly, it doesn't affect many individuals. It's just one, two, or a handful of, of foreign players. And I wonder if you would say this to about a person who's French or French Canadian pitchers or a uh, picture from uh, uh spain dominican puerto rican mexican like well, if this is going to be an issue now let me flip it on the other side my thought about this is also where it comes to i want to do a podcast and i want to go I, I i was i was told that i'll be great to do a podcast in france although you're hiring me because you know that i'm well versed in being an entertaining figure on the podcast circus but i do it in english france you still want me over there when in france do as the french do for instance stan hansen um kenny omega and i'm not using wrestling wrestling references because that's what i know of right now because but i know the i know there's baseball figures who've done it as well they go to japan and they live there they do business there and they work there for some time and guess what they do they pick up the language when you feel weird that you work someplace or you're doing business someplace and you don't know the language, you don't know what the fuck one person is saying about you. They could be talking shit about hell. I work at a workplace and I work with different cultures. I work with Haitians. I work with uh, Jamaicans. I work with uh, Polish, Russian, whatever. And as rude as it is, they speak in their own language to each other. And I don't know what the fuck they're saying. They could be saying shit to me behind my back or about me behind my back. But when you're when you when you're working someplace else, it would be probably a good thing to learn the language. I, honestly, it's, it's, listen, I can understand you just came here 
you've been here one or two years and you you know you're struggling or maybe you're just trying to you know get assimilated to the culture and the lifestyle or whatever i get it but if you've been playing in a league for maybe seven eight years maybe you might want to pick up some english my grandparents came in from puerto rico my grandmother even it's well into her 80s didn't but she barely knew a lick of english she you know it got she could get over but barely my grandfather learned english and it was it was raring to go he he was like yo i'm here i gotta learn i gotta gotta do as the natives do and that's what he did he learned the language and he learned english if i were to go to france and do a podcast and i would you know i'm going out there and I don't know what the fuck their, 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 their business wise is, you know. No, 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 Mr. Sen- no, 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 senor. No, 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 no. Uh, we, I'm trying to do a French accent. No, no, no. We, we, we. No, Mr. Santiago. You know, you have to, yeah, although your English is very good, maybe you should learn a little bit more of their French, the way that the friends do. Maybe they'll party, learn a little something. Yeah. Because not only A, you assimilate to the culture. B, you also can open up a, bro- a broader audience and C, you'll be able to um, be in touch of your surroundings. So maybe, I don't know, maybe the same could be said about these athletes. You know, maybe look at Kobe. Kobe spoke, Kobe Bryant spoke French. You know, his father played over there and something. He learned language. Even look at these foreign players. Tony Parker came to the United States to play ball. He learned English. It's a double-edged sword. I mean, and I, and I, and I speak of the racism aspect of the, of this, um, I look at my notes and I just realized once again that Colin Kaepernick has not been picked up by a team yet. Now, I'm not going to be hypocritical about this. I'm just going to say that maybe I've just changed my opinion about something. But uh, previous episodes, I said, don't worry. He's going to get picked up. It's, no, it's, it's, it's just all going to blow over. Everybody relax. He'll be fine. The guy had a, you know, for being on a on a very lackluster and un- underachieving team last, ne- last year. Uh, he did well. You know, he, he still had a 90% quarterback rating, which is, uh, it's, it's, it's good for, for where he was at. But now we're seeing quarterbacks who don't even have half the talent that he does getting signed in backup roles. The Seattle Seahawks moved away from him, which is a gift and a curse because he might not get, he, he might not get playing time seeing how healthy Russell Wells, Russell, uh, Russell Wells, um, Russell Wilson has been in his previous years. Russell Wilson has been very, um, healthy and and uh and it's funny because it's basically they're they're the same monster they're the same kind of uh, entity when it comes to quarterbacks in the position but um he might not see the playing time but you don't pick him up you pick up another quarterback that's that does not have even half the talent as colin kaepernick okay fine there's still backup vacancies and this guy still does not have all because you're afraid of look it's ridiculous. It's it, it's so preposterous at this point right now. It's, it's just crazy. Like, even like I said yesterday, you know, and I was one of those, I said, nah, I was very optimistic. I said, nah, you know, it, it'll be fine. It'll blow over. OTAs is running right now. Less than 100 days away until season starts. Preseason starts in um less than two months. And Kaepernick is still not on a, t- not on a team. And a man is doing remarkable stuff off the field, giving giving clothing and, and, and helping the homeless. Helping people in, 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 in Africa, giving, you know, providing for others. And we can't throw him a bone. We can't get him a job. It's fucking ludicrous, honestly. All right, guys, when we come back, we have talking sports and shit. It's got a big rundown there. Um, like I said, make sure you guys check us out on all social media outlets. Check us out on Facebook at the regular season sportscast, liking group page. Check us out on Instagram at regular season sports. Check us out on Twitter at RWJ Santi and on 
YouTube at Regular Season Sports. I have a Tumblr and my oh, my personal Facebook page at Jay Santi. You got, you know, I share shit there as well, but I really don't give a fuck about that. Um, <laughs> stupid. Uh, but make sure you check us out on all those social media outlets. When we come back, like I said, we have talking sports and shit. I know it's your favorite part of the show. You guys love it. Stop it. You know you do. Come on. God. This is where you get all the rundowns for everything. Everything's good. All right. When we come back, more to come through and, uh, another, another, um, another, another, uh, paid advertisement. Let's see what it is. Let's see. Let me see. Stick around. Why, look at what we have here, folks. TRSS bits and pieces. Tonight on Social Media News with your host, Jay Santa, Tony Flair. TRSS News. Good evening, everyone. I'm Jay Santi. Maria Conchita, Santiago, Molina, Fideo, Horowitz is off tonight. Tony Flair will be sitting in. Top news. Four heaters for you on social media says it's real out here with four L's and three R's. Also, Monica Rivera says, It's so lit. Fleetwood Mackin says, Niggas be wildin'. Breaking, Breaking news. Mr. Zing, Joe Watson says, Why is that tonight? We love that now. Hashtag Henny on deck. Thank you, Tony. No problem, Jay. At fire in them jeans says, "Fuck fuck boys." Hashtag be lit in twenty men. Back okay. to you, Tom. Thank you, Jay. According to Sharnice Webster, if you want to turn twenty into two thousand, DM me. No scams. On Instagram, at i i underscore at get underscore mad underscore but Lou Ozy Vert is the truth. In other Instagram news, Black Girl Magic 69 says, Niggas still ain't shit. Back to you, Jay. This even editorial we say from Michelle Cree from Brownsville. New year, new me. Hashtag 2017 and beyond. And in sports. <laughs> Thank you, Jay. In sports at Hot Sauce Ain't Asian. Russell Westbrook is Jesus. Edited, Kobe is still God. On Twitter Sports News, Uptown Poppy Swag says, Let's go Yankees. I don't know if you noticed, but baseball doesn't start till April. And finally, in the last last mention of sports, Sweet Rock Jones says, I wonder if Odell really uses head and shoulders. Hashtag time for a change. Back to you, Jay. And in weather, at Trade of God says, It's Brick B. <laughs> and on Facebook, Mike Mills says, cold as fuck, but the, the heat is coming from my mixtape, though. Keeping me warm. Hashtag speed. And to close out our social media news, Tony. Thank you, Jay. Now, we all know that love is something that's needed in life. We might be born separated, but we need to come together. Adam Need, for those who believe, you also have Grace and Kelly, who for some reason can't get away from each other in the hood either way love is love and we all need it our hearts are warm our stomach needs to be filled and my dick needs to be sucked 
Hashtag bitches ain't shit. Back to you, Jay. Well, everybody, once again, this is social media news from Jay Santi. And I'm Tony Flair. Good night, everybody. Hashtag go fuck yourselves. (laughs) (laughs) This broadcast was brought to you by... The regular season sportscast. This is TNA Superstar EC3, and you are listening to TRSS. Man, we talking sports and shit. Kicking off talking sports and shit, we're going to be talking about the NBA Finals. And right now, the Finals is at 3-2-1 Golden State leads. Yeah. Seems like we've been here before. Hmm. I wonder. Uh, Game four being played in Cleveland. Uh, gotta give shout outs to, to, to Cleveland and put up oof, record-breaking numbers. And it was astounding three pointers and great, 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 great showcase coming out of the gate and, um, at least slowing down the process of the Golden State's, uh, uh, possible clinching and title run, uh, giving them their first loss of the playoffs. But how about that officiating, huh? Jesus fucking Christ. Wow. I was, I, I was, I, I was astounded. I, I, you know, I, I really don't like being a conspiracy theorist, but th- that game didn't help. That, that was not helping any, anybody's cause to say that, you know, maybe something was in the works. Who knows? I, the NBA would have lost substantial, mo- substantial money if, if Golden State swept. I, I still figured that that would have been the highest paid, uh, highest viewed, uh, NBA final because they would have wanted to see Golden State sweep and, you know, have a record breaking, um, turnout for being undefeated in the playoffs. But, uh, oof. It, it, you, you could tell it, it makes you, it makes you think like somebody picked up the red phone and was like, all right, stop blowing calls now. Stop, blow the whistles now. I don't care what it's for. Blow, blow it, blow it. I don't know. I, it's just, uh, it's felt weird to me. But and not to take anything away from Cleveland because Cleveland had a very fucking astounding night that night. So uh next game coming up, I still I still believe Golden State in six. But um I don't know, man. I, I, like I said, th- things 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 looks like they'll be happening for a reason. I guess I'll be back. Looks as though that uh the 2020 Tokyo Olympics has some new events in there. Although they lost a lot of participants in certain areas such as amateur wrestling and weightlifting, looks like they're adding more events to the card. Uh track cycling, which is basically uh I think is more like off-roading bicycling, that's what it is, yeah. Uh BMX freestyle and I know a lot of people will like this. 303 basketball is now added to the misc of metal contention games. So it's actually a good look, man. Uh, they want to bring a more youthful and more, uh, streetwise type of element to the Olympic games. And, you know, maybe this is something, especially now with the big, big three league happening. I wonder who will be eligible for the, those, uh, those type of events, especially for the big three. Hmm. I'm going to make them an offer again with you. Gotta say that, uh, did anybody see the Kevin Durant GoFundMe page for uh, his grease and a brush for his hair? That's fucked up. That's fucked up. Ah, oh, people ain't shit. People are not shit. That is horrible. <laughs> I'm Batman. 
Shout out, man. Rest in peace, Adam West. Uh, D'Angelo Williams, former running back of the Pittsburgh Steelers, who is now still another one that's in limbo waiting for a job. Apparently, I found a side gig, and his side gig will be uh, wrestling. Looks like that my young man is pulling up into the alleyways of pro wrestling and going into uh, Impact Wrestling. Um, uh, Impact, also formerly known as TNA, is, is, has not shied away from bringing in NFL players. They once had Adam Pacman Jones in there, and if WWE wasn't as big, they probably would have gotten um, uh, Rob Gronkowski as well. I love, you know, it's funny because I, I was just speaking about this with Matt Fat Matt on um, on Turbuckle Tabloid, TurbuckleTabloid dot com. Make sure you check us out there. Um, I made a mention to where I said I love seeing when pro athletes or celebrities are in wrestling. Like I love to see that element. This past, uh, this past show, um, Andrew Jones was there with, uh, some fellow friends or whatever the case may be. I don't, I mean, I'm not sure they were teammates, but they were uh, fellow constituents and they were all at Extreme Rules and he was dressed like Virgil and somebody was dressed like, uh, like, like Ted DiBiase. I thought it was cool. I really, I, I enjoy that. I enjoy seeing it. LeBron James was a fan of wrestling. He, uh, he, uh, gave his, uh, team, WWE belts when they won a the championship. I, I love seeing that, man. It's really, really cool to be, to, to, to see celebrities. Wale's a big fan of wrestling as well, but, um, but Josie's boy will argue that, but <laughs> he's probably a WWE fan, not wrestling fan, but uh, other than that, uh, it's, it's a cool when I see that go on. I'm hoping that I would like to see D'Angelo Williams go back into football, but you know, if this is going to be his next outlet, maybe, you know, maybe it's for the best. Maybe it works out for him even, you know, maybe it'd be better than Mojo Rollins. Who knows? Ugh, I can't stand that. You're talking to me? Um, Lonzo Ball had a tryout with the Lakers and it seemed as though that they were not happy with him. Some people are calling bullshit. I, they're believing that the Lakers probably do have interest in him, but they just don't want to let on to it because they want them to fall to their lap. I don't think anybody else wants him. The only thing I said was that I'm hoping I would like Boston to fucking snatch him up just to piss everybody off and then trade him. That, that's what I would like to see. That would, that would be my, um, my, 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 my way of, of enjoying the NBA draft. But, um, who knows? I mean, guys, it's sports. Like you, you sit there and say that you don't like somebody and you'll, you know, you end up picking them up just cause or, or just on a humble just to say fuck it and just to throw everybody else off. It's cool. I guess. I don't know. Maybe. The fuck I know. You see, in this world, there's two kinds of people, my friend. Those with loaded guns, and those who dig. Uh, former MMA fighter and participant War Machine was sentenced to life in prison for the assault and the brutality that he had thrown upon his then-girlfriend, Christy Mack. The young man who, I swore, I thought he was going to kill himself. I thought he was going to be a pussy and just fucking say fuck it and end it all. Was giving the, you know, the max for his, for his, uh, his crime. And I must tell you, good, good riddance to bad rubbish. He's lucky that's all he got because, you know, you're, you're, you're a trained fighter. Your hands are licensed. You, you can, you already know that you can hurt someone. And this is a man that you can do this to. And for you to do this to a woman, you're fucked, dude. And I hope someone finds you in prison and you become someone's woman as well. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna take that one back. Fuck him. Danger's my middle name. Claire Eccles is making baseball history, and she's doing it with swagger, as per ESPN.com. The 19-year-old is making history. I was a night being the first woman to play in baseball in a collegiate West Coast league. 
She's known for her knuckleball. She gave up two runs, one hit on two innings in her debut with the Victoria Harbour Cats. A former softball player for the University of British Columbia is now a member of the Canadian Women's National Baseball Team. Echoes is making her mark in the baseball world, and she's doing it with a style as per ESPN. Hey, if you can play, fuck it, do it. But don't get mad when some dude goes into the fucking women's softball league and starts fucking knocking home runs out the park. Just saying, listen, hey, what's good for the goose, right? Right. Bueller, Bueller, Bueller. Uh, seems as though, like I said earlier, that uh, racism has become a benchmark for um, a lot of stuff that's happening in society. And apparently, um, with a new president comes a uh, new page turning. Hank Williams Jr. has now brought been brought back to sing all our rowdy friends are here on Monday night for Monday night football. Seems as though that he's um, allowed back after his uh, comments against our former president, uh, Obama. Like, I really... People forgive and forget, but yet Ray Rice still doesn't have a job. Colin Kaepernick still doesn't have a job, but yet the the singing hick has a fucking job back on Monday Night Football. Shame on you, ESPN. Shame on you, fucking Disney, for even allowing that shit. Shame on you. What is it with you people? Really? Nobody even cared. Nobody even wanted him fucking back there. Anybody sit there and say, you know what I miss? I surely miss hearing that fucking Hank Williams song. He fucking really made Monday Night Football. All we really care about is saying, pip, pip, pip. you know what you should have did? You should have replaced them with like J. Cole or fucking Kendrick to sing the theme of Monday Night Football. They'd have did some. Didn't um, Cameron do a a, a, a a track with the Monday Night Football beat behind it? Like, they should have did that shit. I mean, come on. So tacky. You fucking. Ugh, that's our country. Shit. I have a feeling we're not in Kansas anymore. Uh. Yeah. Uh. Unfortunately, we lost a former uh, football player. James Hardy III was found dead. And um, it's a sad, sad tale. It seems like the young man was going through some rough times. And he was found in a riverbed in Indiana. And uh, he was recently it was recently told that he was going through uh, uh, some issues with the law and possible psychological issues. And uh, he was found this week. Yeah, man, it just sucks when you hear stories like this, man. It's such a travesty. You always hear that people who are probably at the top of their game and at the best of what they were, and they ended up coming down to these circumstances. It's fucked up. Uh, our condolences go out to him and his family. Go ahead. Make my day. Well, that'll do it. <laughs> it's funny because I actually could blow through this really, really quick, man. That's, uh, wow. I mean, I'm actually impressed with myself. But like I said, with a lot going on and, um, me doing it for solo, I just realized that I could actually shit. I could cut times here. When he, um, I I do miss the banter of going back and forth with somebody. But when you have it, you have it. When you don't, you don't. You just go through, and you just got to do because you got to muscle through with the show. So, um, you know, when you when you have that banter of trading off ideas and stuff like that, or trading off opinions, whether you agree or disagree, it's 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 fun. But you know, sometimes you got to do it and you got to run along and do it on your own. So, plus you cut times, shit. Yeah, run into an hour. Guys, make sure you check us out on so, all social media outlets. Check us out on Facebook on the Like and Group page. Check us out on the Regular Season Sportscast pages. Check us out on Instagram at Regular Season Sports. Check us out on the Twitter at RWJ Santi and on YouTube, Regular Season Sportscast. Check us out on Turbicle Tabloid. Met Fan Matt and I were on there this week and we had EC Negro, the king of New York, talking indie wrestling, New York stuff, and uh him about to beat his son's ass in Tekken 7. Oh, that, that's so sad. You're a grown man. I mean, really, guy, what's wrong with you? 
Check us out on RageWorks.net as well. That's where you get everything up and down the line, all things relative in pop culture, popular, probably everything, man. Sports, comic books, movies, TV shows, everything's there. All the podcasts are there, man, on the RageWorks.net. You could get us, bookmark us on TRSSPodcast.com. Get us, man. Get us. It, it's real. It is legit. We, we, we can get, you can get us real quick, easily. That's it. TRSSPodcast.com. Why go anywhere else? Um, and I gotta say, man, I hate this heat. I really do. I fucking hate. It. I'm gonna go finish this beer, jump in the shower, take a nap, so I can put the AC on, wake up, play some video games, and catch up on some shit that I haven't been watching in a while. So, hope you guys enjoy the next week of sports. Hope you guys enjoy the finals and uh and enjoy this episode and future episodes and everything on the RageWorks.net. Remember, guys, I'm not best for business. I'm best for everybody. I'm the king of talk style and um. I'll catch you guys on a rebound. Squash! The regular season sports cast.